Hello, guys and girls. Welcome back to another episode on the Becoming the Trader podcast. So really, really excited for this podcast as this is part three of our little mini series. So for those of you that haven't already, definitely go and check out our previous two episodes, which is reflection and preparation. Now we move on to the last episode to end the year, which is accountability. So join me again, Neil and Jake. We're going to be talking about accountability, how we're going to be utilizing that for 2020 and any kind of tips and tricks that we've used in the past that's really helped helped us stay accountable essentially and pushed towards our goal. So really, really keen to get into this one as I personally believe this is one of the driving factors for success for people. Neil, Jake, how's it going? You're in guys. Yeah. Really excited for this one. Yeah. Good. Thanks. Looking forward to rounding off this little mini series here. So yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. I think it's been really enjoyable filming the reflection and preparation as we're in this stage now where we're getting our goals, we're finalizing them. I'm very, very, very close as from the date of film, this is just before Christmas, uh, but I'm very, very close to getting all of my goals completely finalized. So I've gone through more of that filtering process now, and it's, it's narrowing those down. They're getting closer and closer, and I'm close towards the 10, 10, 10, and then I'll get those priority down even more. But I've, I've still been reflecting, still been reflecting over this year, and it's just crazy how much progression's happened. How about the same for yourselves? Yeah, well, for, for me, this time last year, I was uh, still in Australia and had no intentions of moving to the UK. So, and, and that's one thing, obviously, that we've talked about before the podcast is don't get too caught up in setting five, 10-year goals because you really don't know what's going to happen. And if you kind of lock yourself down that five-year goal, you won't be open to other opportunities or other things that come your way. So again, you need to have a goal, but be kind of flexible in that approach. Yeah, I agree. What about yourself, Neil? Yeah, no, definitely. It's, uh, it's insane how much uh, progression we can make over the course of a 12-month period. And that, we touched upon this in, uh, in, the, in the preparation uh, part of this uh, mini-series as well, where it's, it's so important to sometimes stop and like, look up and see how far you've come. Because I think in the day-to-day, we forget about all of the, the positive steps we're making or the progress we're making. And we just kind of fixate ourselves on that big end goal. But, uh, you know, we, we achieve a lot along the way. So no, definitely I think that's an important point. A hundred percent. And I think that just reminded me you know, of, a, of a, a clip that I saw before. I think it was a professor uh, where he had lots of equations on the board. And I think it was something like times tables. And he had uh, 10, 10 equations. And they were very, very simple equations. And then one of them on purpose, he, he done it wrong. He gave the answer wrong. It was something like seven times two and he put 17. Um, and everybody just really, really quickly put their hand up. And of course, they picked that out. They focused on what was wrong, right? And although that, you know, it's a little bit of an exercise, but it just shows us how naturally humans are wired. We tend to focus on what's not right rather than what's focusing on what is right. And that's the same with our goals. We focus on what we haven't done rather than what we have done. It's just naturally how humans are wired. And the only way that we, we change that is that we have to rewire our brain. And we have to focus on things. And that's why it's difficult for people to focus on how far they've come, which is what we're speaking about, right? Is because our natural mind is to think, yeah, but I've not done this and I haven't done that. Why haven't you done this? So it's not normal because we've not been programmed that way. So it, it does take time. But when with repetition and you actually do these things we're going to talk about today by checking in with yourself, holding yourself accountable, you'll realize you tend to praise yourself more. And if you praise yourself more, you put yourself more in that state of mind of, of being your your own accountability in that sense. Uh, so no, excited to get into this. So Jake, you're in accountability. What does that what does that mean to you? Accountability and how has that helped you over over your life in general? Yeah, just one th- the one thing that you touched on there before I jump into accountability is 
I think that's why a lot of people don't break through uh, to consistency in trading because they focus on their losses. And as obviously in Falcon, one of the, the biggest things we do is focus on our winners. Mm-hmm. If you're focusing on your losses, you're focusing on such a small part that it doesn't make a difference. When you shift that focus to your winners, that's where you really double down on your winners, double down on your processes to hit those winners. And then as like obviously we've talked about, the losses take care of themselves. So it happens in goals, happens in trading, happens everywhere in life. If you always focus on like the, the small little thing you're doing wrong, you're going to forget the big picture that you're doing right. Mm-hmm. And it's going, to, it's going to hold you back. But um, yeah, moving on to accountability. For me, accountability is the, the most important step out of all these three steps. You could have the perfect plan, but if you don't implement it, then there's almost no point having that plan. So that's where accountability comes in. And for me, I, I'm pretty self-disciplined. But And then that's one thing, again, I want to touch on is it's really good to have an accountability partner. And I strongly urge you to have one. But if you're not accountable to yourself, that won't make a difference either because you can't expect someone to kind of bring you up and help you if you can't help yourself. So it comes down to that standard for yourself. This is what my goals are and I'm going to make sure I stick to that. Of course, motivation comes and goes, but that's why having an accountability partner there saying, okay, well, the days you may not feel like working out or trading or doing your forecasting, there's someone there to be like, okay, well, let's have a chat, get it down the open, kind of get rid of that negative energy, talk through some processes and then you're back on track because motivation like it will come and go, but having someone there to help you will maintain that motivation. So the way my accountability looks like is every week. So obviously my goals are quarterly and yearly. I'll chunk them down from quarterly goals to monthly goals. And not to say I necessarily set weekly goals, but it's a case of the monthly goals. Okay, well, what do those processes look like on a weekly basis? And then obviously the, the daily uh, five by five, five daily goals. How does that look to get me to my, my monthly goal and obviously to my, my yearly goal? So I'll personally check in on a, on a weekly basis. And this isn't a case of like, have I hit my goal or not this week? It's just a case of, okay, well, the five goals I've set every day, have I ticked off those? Cool, I have. If I haven't, go back over and be like, okay, well, why didn't I achieve that? Or what can I do to kind of move the needle a bit to get back on track for next week? Because I find, and this is just me personally, if, if I leave it every month, um, sometimes you can get off track and it takes a lot of energy to get back on track. So just that short weekly um, check-in is really key because also, also you can make sure your language is on point, your, your kind of psychology is on point. So that's super key for me. And then obviously the major check-in will be on a monthly basis. And obviously going forward this year, that'll be with you, Mark. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it in, a, in an environment like the spa where like we can get a gym session in, go over our goals, and then almost cement those goals in like the, the spa, the sauna after, and kind of be in a positive mindset. Because if you're going after your goals in a very, very negative mindset or kind of a, a frustrated mindset, it's going to be very difficult to hit those. So that's what I'm looking forward to this year. Next year, sorry. No, nice, nice. I really like that. What I really like as well is that accountability to yourself. You know, it's incredible, incredible having an accountability partner. And of course, I'll be keeping you in check. But it's it's really, really important that we keep ourselves in check. After all, you know, that we, we cannot rely. We should use it to enhance. The point I want to add on to that, because that's really nicely said, use your accountability partner to enhance what you already are rather than rely. And that will bring the best out in you massively. What about yourself now? How are, how are you looking to do accountability this year? Have you got any techniques or how you've done it in the past that you found that's helped you? Mm, no, definitely. I really like some of the points that you guys mentioned before as well about, you know, it's insane how much progression and how much, how many big steps forward we've made over the course of the last 12 months. 
But, you know, there have definitely been points over 2019 which have been easier and which have been harder. You know, each of us have our own individual struggles and battles that we have to, you know, fight with uh, in our personal lives. But from that, it's very, very natural for, for your motivation to wax and wane throughout the year. So, and from that, you get parts of the year where it's very easy to put the work in when everything's going well. Motivation doesn't really take much uh, dedication, you know, to, to make that progression. But it's the time where accountability really, really comes in and makes a, a huge difference is in those tough times, you know? So things like the gym as well. I mean, it's a, the perfect time of year to really use this analogy. A lot of people are moving into January 1st, 2020 with a, a fitness goal or a, a goal to, to get healthier. And there's no point going to the gym and absolutely smashing it out all throughout January and then stopping in February or just tapering off in January, uh, February and March because, you know, all of the hard work that you put in, all of the progression that you would have made over those four or five weeks will just be undone over the coming 11 months. So consistency really, really is key. And that's why I feel that utilizing a community like what we have around us here at Falcon is just so, so important because really for accountability to, to come into its own. Jake mentioned it very, very well. You have to hold yourself accountable first because uh, it doesn't matter if you listen to everything we've talked about on like episode one about reflection, episode two about preparation. But if you can't hold yourself accountable, all of that preparation that you've done will just be undone by your lack of discipline. But therefore, having people around you who are on the same mission, who have the same values, it's so, so important to, to help you with this motivation, especially in them tough times. You know, so when, te- when things get tough or they take a little bit longer than expected, that's where having a community around you is so, so important. So and I also feel that in an industry like this, in which we work in, it can, it, it, things can take longer than expected and it can be quite a cutthroat and quite a difficult industry to work in. So we're so, so fortunate to have an incredibly positive driven and motivated community so for anyone out there who is struggling listen to the homework which uh, jake said as well which is find yourself an accountability partner but for myself as well also really really make sure to you know to measure yourself quarterly and focus on the positives as well i mean we always that analogy that you used mark as well earlier about that we focus on the one thing that we've not done right you mm-hmm. know we've done the negative rather than the positive it's perfectly natural and okay not to hit 100% of the goals that you've set yourself over the course of a year. You know, that's, Mark, I know you said that we, we were reflecting at the team meeting talking about Falcon and we achieved 90% of the goals that we set ourselves to achieve for 2019. And some of the goals that we, we didn't achieve, it just turned out that halfway through the year along the way, we found out that actually they weren't a priority and they're not really a goal that's congruent with what we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think we should always focus or beat ourselves up about not hitting 100% all the time, but really rather focus on everything that you have done well. So the homework that I want to set is to, to chunk your goals and your year down into the four quarters and measure yourself quarterly. And at the end of every quarter, remember to stop and look up and look at all the progress you've made and then adjust the coming quarters goals accordingly. If you're absolutely smashing your fitness goals you might want to make it a little bit more difficult for yourself you know or if you set yourself a goal uh, on at the end of the year and you're two months uh, two quarters into the year and you find that actually this goal doesn't really resonate with me it's not really something of high importance and value to myself then perhaps you could adjust that goal so i always find that by measuring yourself quarterly 
and monitoring the progress that you've made and the things that you need to do next, that's how to really stay on point with your goals and your accountability throughout the year. Love that. Really, really nice points now. I really like about the uh, leveraging the, the community as well. I think that's one of the most important things that you can do because when you're, when you're surrounded by the right people, they can, you know, show you that, that there is good people out there. You know, as you said, this industry is not really predicated on having, you know, genuine positive people. It can be very egotistical, right? So when you, when you are surrounded by that level of community, I think it's really, really important to recognize uh, how, how blessed we are to have people around us. That's going to highlight those things to show us, you know what, we're in an incredible place. Let's hold ourselves accountable. Let's keep achieving some stuff. So no, I'm excited for that. Really, really like that. Anything to add on that, Jake? Yeah, uh, Neil, you summed up perfectly, but this is for people that, because I've spoken to a few people that don't think they need an accountability partner. And again, it's, it's, a, it's a funny analogy, but if you go back to where you were in school, college, and you had a, an exam or a homework task due at a certain date, say th- uh, a month in advance, you had so much time to work on it, but because the deadline, i.e. the accountability was the end of the month, even if you did nothing up until the night before, you had to pull an all-nighter to get it done. That is the same thing with goals. If you, have, if you don't have that accountability or deadline, things are going to take much, much longer than they think than you think they will. And one thing I do want to add is, again, going backing up with my homework, the task that I've set is when you do have that accountability partner, make sure your language is, is correct because, again, the type of language, your energy that you put out, that goes a long way in, in achieving your goals. And misery loves company. Like, we know that. So if you have an accountability session, you sit down and it's like, oh, I've had a tough month. And then the other person kind of agrees and says, yeah, it has been a tough month in the market or, or so-and-so. You're kind of stooping down to their level. What you need to do is, okay, well, my account- accountability partner, this is my commitment to you. I'm going to be stern, but also fair. This is the standard we're creating. So if you come and be like, oh, I've had a, a really tough month, be like, okay, well, cool. How can we do, how, what can we change to make next month uh, better? Create that standard where it's like, okay, this is the standard we're doing, where we're keeping. If we drop below that, it is up to each other to make sure we push back above that line. And that's going to go, again, a long way to achieving our goal because you're in a better mind, uh, mind frame. You're going to attract that goal. And the same thing with when you do set your goals, set them in a, in a positive mind, mindset, but set them in a way that you've almost already achieved them inside your head. It's a matter of, okay, well, when's this going to happen, not if? Because that will go, again, a long way to attracting that goal and making a reality. Definitely. No, that's really summed up really well. And there's a point there that I want to add that you mentioned, um, which is about, you know, if someone, if you've got an accountability partner and someone's saying that we've had a tough month, it is your responsibility for, for yourself and to them to let them know that if people are saying those kind of things, that's when you have to remind them that you haven't had a tough month. And clearly you're not a long-term thinker because you're looking at the small picture and not the bigger picture. And sometimes you, you are going to have to say some tough words, but you've got to think about yourself. The moment you agree with that and you endorse that, that, oh yeah, maybe it has been a tough month. You're agreeing with bullshit essentially because someone that's had a tough week, tough month is not looking at the bigger picture. We haven't had tough weeks or months or days. It doesn't actually mean anything when you're looking at it on a grander scale. And it's the self-sabotage mindset. When we start saying this kind of language, it spirals out of control. So sometimes you need that accountability check-in partner to just pull you up on it and say, listen, it's one month. It's not going to change anything. Get your head in the game. And, and that's what it really is about. And, and one thing you touched on there is it deadlines as well. If you, if you think you have five hours to do something, it will take you five hours, as we've said. If you think you have one hour to do something, it will miraculously take you one hour. It is the same with things like this. So we have deadlines. The one thing that we can't set a deadline on, though, is consistency. 
And I think that can never be forced because you can never force when you're going to become consistent. You can have, you know, you can be doing everything. You can set deadlines around maybe back testing or your processes, setting these hard cemented goals and things that you know you need to do that will be a complement and a side effect. You'll get the consistency, but setting a timeline and a goal on when you'll be consistent is very, very difficult. So no, nicely summed up there. And that leads me into nicely what I want to talk about, which is accountability to yourself and, and something that I'm going to be facing uh, over the next week or so. So the biggest thing that I want you to do is, is really recognize that you are your own accountability, leverage the people that you have around you, have that accountability. But what I do is an accountability check-in firstly on a weekly basis. And that's just looking at my goals, seeing what I've achieved for the week. If I haven't achieved anything, why have I not achieved it? And there's, there's a certain level that you get to where you set your five daily goals, you tick those goals off, right? You start ticking them off and then you start to push a little bit more. I right now almost set more goals than I know that I'm going to tick off because it always keeps me pushing and striving. So I almost go in with a mindset knowing that I'm not going to get everything. But what that does is it pushes me more than what I originally would. So I may set 10 goals and hit seven or eight where I'd normally set five, hit five and be comfortable. So now it's pushing me even more, but you can't get to that stage unless you're already hitting five solid goals a day. So work your way up. It's okay to even start on three. Start on, if you're not hitting the five or six goals and you're beating yourself up, start with three, build momentum, and eventually you will, and then you'll push more. So it's really about starting there and then pushing and pushing and pushing. So mine is the weekly check-in, see what I've done, see if everything that I've done, are they congruent with my goals? Because sometimes you can feel tired and things like that. So what you'll do is the, the natural the natural lazy part of the mind will then set goals based off of you know that will be easy to achieve rather than what is actually congruent with your goals. So you'll kind of set the easy, what I kind of call tasks. Tasks are different to goals. You know, cleaning your office is not a goal. That's just a task. So you have to separate the difference there. And then when we start setting these, we kind of reward ourselves for, it's almost like rewarding yourself for eighth place type mindset. You have to be making sure that the goals you're setting that week and for those days are congruent with the bigger goals and they complement towards them. So that's how I do it for the weekly then on the monthly, I'm reflecting, of course, just reflecting, not changing anything, just reflecting on how the month, and then as Neil was talking about earlier, measuring yourself quarterly. So it's really about doing all of that process, checking in. The real checking is the quarterly. That's when you really look at yourself and say, right, what have I done? How was Q1? How was Q2, etc.?" And then you make any minor adjustments or tweaks that you need to make. But one thing that I actually put on my Instagram six months ago, this was in June when I was in Dubai, and I spoke about the accountability to yourself, the accountability video. This is the big thing because guys and girls, what you can do is you can write goals down and you can ignore that. You can, you can lose the journal, you can lose the document, you can delete it. Um, and of course you can delete the video. But the, the thing is, it's sometimes difficult for people to remember how they feel when they set the goal. And it's easy to almost convince yourself that sometimes the goal isn't important to you. And I'll give you an example. Someone could set a goal right? Two months down the line, they've not really worked on it. They've not really achieved it. And they kind of look at it as, oh, maybe that goal is not really important to me. And they only check in with themselves, right? But that is the, that is the self, self-sabotage mindset where someone really doesn't have anyone that's going to push them. And what I mean by that is that it's easy to say, oh, maybe that goal is not important to me because you just don't want to push for it. And you need someone to push you out of your comfort zone. But normally that mindset happens when you forget what mood you said the goal in originally left you, right? So as the quote, as they say, 
It's, you know, say, do what you said you'd do when you said you would do it long after the mood has left you in that you said it. So how do we make sure that you do remember how you said it and how inspired you was when you originally set the goal, the accountability video. So I'm about to watch my accountability video on the 31st. So Tuesday, 31st of December, I'll be watching my six month accountability. And in that accountability video, I set my do, be's and haves. So I, I have to face myself, which is what we've been saying after all, your biggest accountability is yourself. So when I, when I watch that video back, which I'm really looking forward to actually, and I see this is how inspired I was when I set the goals. Did I do what I said I was going to do when I said I was going to do it? it it's a cop out when, you know, two months down the line, you're looking at your goals, you haven't really done much to it. And you're saying, oh, maybe it wasn't as important to me. That's just an excuse. You just didn't follow through to what you said you'd do when you said you'd do it. But the accountability video, that holds you accountable more than anything else. And for me, that's huge. And anybody that did participate, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how you got on with that. And I'll be doing exactly the same thing on the 1st of January. I'll be, I'll be videoing uh, and I have to, I'm the one that's got to face the video, nobody else. And it's the same for you guys and girls. I'll be videoing and saying, right, these are the 10 things I'm going to do, be and have. These are my priority goals. These are my top three of each one. And I'm going to check in myself in six months. And then I will see if I stuck to my word and how close I am towards my goals. What goals did I achieve? Was there any relevant moments where I pivoted as well? So the biggest thing that I want you to take away from this and, and homework, if you like, is do your accountability video. You can't hide from yourself. And it's you that have got to watch that video and you'll realize. And sometimes you do need to kick up the ass where you do the video. You don't do what you said you're going to do. And you have to face yourself and think, look at how inspired I was. Why did I not follow through? And then you can reverse engineer that and figure that out and move forward. So do it. Face yourself. That's the biggest accountability that you can take. But anything to add on that, guys? I think you summed up perfectly there. And, and again, it goes back to say, say you have a fitness goal and summer's coming up and it's like, I want to be in shape by summer. And as you said there, so many people change their goals kind of two months down the track because they, it's uncomfortable to look, to like look inwards and be like, I didn't put the work in. So say summer's coming up, you want to get in shape. Okay, summer's around the corner. You haven't done anything for two, three months. And it's like, actually... I don't want to be in shape this summer or I'm just not going to go to the beach. It sounds silly, but so many people do that. They set a goal, they get excited about it and then they don't put in work and be like, they almost rationalize it where it's like, okay, I didn't get in shape because work's busy or I've got this commitment, that commitment. We're always going to have commitments. And again, it's just a bullshit excuse. And if there's, if there's someone next to you walking the kind of the same path with you, they can pick you up and make sure that like you're not kind of feeling sorry for yourself. So again, I think you summed up perfectly there. Mm. Accountability is not to, accountability is not, is not to, let's say, just point the finger at you. Accountability is there's a positive thing. It's easy to almost look at accountability as if you fear it because you think, oh, I'm going to be held accountable. Uh, What if they pull me up on this? It's a good thing. It's there to have, it's a positive reinforcement that you've got someone there to say, look, listen, I care about you achieving your goals the same way you care about me achieving my goals. And I'm grateful I've got someone who's in the same wavelength that wants me to achieve stuff. So I appreciate when you pull me up on these things because you're looking out for my best interest. And otherwise, I could go down to a downward spiral and not achieve anything. So look at it as a positive thing as well. What about yourself now? Yeah, definitely. And I want to just bring this right back to the very beginning of this podcast, what Jake was talking about, about how you, you know, you've got to hold yourself accountable before anyone else can really help you. And I just want to give like two little hacks that I do, which I think everyone can very easily implement into their own processes. And the first one is every single morning, I write daily affirmations. 
I remember before I got into trading, into personal development, I never actually believed that person, um, daily affirmations hold any value or any weight to them. But now I can't ever see myself not doing this. Mm -hmm. I find that it really starts my, my day off on like a positive foot, a positive setting. So that's something which I do at the beginning of the day, which really, really helps me to you know, get my day going in the right way. If you wake up in a bad mood as well, you have to, I find that writing positive daily affirmations and writing them multiple times, each one really, really helps sort of, you know, reset my mind into like the, the correct attitude to have to begin my day. And then at the, the end of the day, or sometimes if I can't do it at the end of every day, I do it at the end of every week, is I practice gratitude. I write down five things I'm grateful for, for that week, for that day. And that really helps sort of, like what we talked about in the in the previous podcast, it helps bookend my day mm. with things that I'm in control of. Where where in the previous episodes we were talking about forecasting at the beginning, at the end of every day, and controlling what you can and doing what's in within your your grasp to change the outcome of the day. And I also find that by doing this, by doing the daily affirmations in the morning and practicing gratitude in the evening, it really helps cement and solidify like the, the beginning and end of my day in a positive light. And that's within my control to do. And that helps me day to day stay on track with achieving these bigger goals. Because, you know, some, some goals like what Jake was talking about with fitness, they're not, you're not going to achieve it overnight. You know, but it's those daily steps, so like every single gym session, every single time you go out for a walk or do 20 push-ups and things like that, it all, it's all incremental steps forward in the right direction, but you have to do them consistently. So it's always beneficial to put yourself in the best possible position to succeed. And I find that by bookending my day with a little bit of positivity like that, it really, really helps go a long way. Nice, nice, nice. Really, really, really like that. And I love the affirmations part as well. I was, um, that hurt a little bit when you said you didn't believe in affirmations now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the crazy thing is like now I can't ever see myself not writing them. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? I, I was the same. I've been doing them for nine years now and I remember when I first came across them and I kind of saw them as, yeah, really? You know, I don't, I don't really believe in that. And, and we still get those kind of skeptical people, right, that have that viewpoint on affirmations and it's pretty crazy. There's something that I read recently which was, was is a different way of saying it, but it's the power of language and it was what you speak with your tongue now that you'll pay the price later on. So speak well. And it was kind of some sort of proverb. And that, that made me, it just reminded me of the same thing of we, we underestimate the power of our own thoughts and our own language. And essentially you are who you think you are and you become what you say you'll be. And it's that quote of whether you think you can, or whether you think you can't, you're both usually right. So these affirmations that you're writing down to, to cement that, that's years and years that you're now putting in of, of wiring in the right way to set your mind frame in the right type of framework to set yourself up for success. It's not about this one thing that you can do. It's, it's the habits. And, and this is now a habit of doing your affirmations and making sure that you're in the right mind frame. It's the same for myself. So I couldn't, I couldn't imagine not thinking that way and not doing that because it's been a nine year process now. And that's, that's made me who I am. Because I've, I've said that, I've repeated that, I've put it out into the world and then I've acted on it. It's, about, it's not about just writing affirmations of I'm going to do this. There needs to be action involved in that. And what that does, I, I find that even more powerful because when you look back at your goals, and I'm, I'm looking at my goals this year and it's, it still astounds me even to this day. When you look at your goals, you look at your affirmations, you look what you wrote down on paper and you realized when I wrote that goal, I didn't have that goal. And when I wrote those affirmations, the goal wasn't achieved. And now the goal is achieved. So you did write it into existence in the sense that that is powerful. And then what that does is it creates an affirmation within itself of 
what I write on paper I achieve, which is one of my affirmations. So when I write a goal, I almost get goosebumps and I get excited because I know I've written that down. I've committed to that. I'm going to be held accountable. And that goal is being achieved. And that to me has built such a strong framework over the last nine years. It's allowed me to level up every single year, constantly keep growing. And I'm very, very excited for 2020 to level up even further accountability on another level. And the community is going to experience it like they've never experienced it before. So very, very excited. Everybody now has the planner as well, the yearly planner. So no excuses. You've got the accountability tracker. It's right now about to put yourself in a position for success. Guys, anything to add before we finish up? I was looking to set a challenge for people. If, for, the, for the people out there listening to this that don't do affirmations, do it for two weeks. Again, what's it going to cost you? It's going to cost you maybe five minutes a day. It's not going to it's not going to have any negative impact. So just be open to it. Do it for two weeks. Do it well and see if you do get some positive impacts because I guarantee after two weeks, you'll continue to do it. So, and again, just closing out, you, you guys have everything there to succeed in 2020 and it's really up to you and it's uncomfortable to think, but it's up to you. Are you going to rise to the occasion, hit your goals or are you going to stay in the same position and be here, be in the same position uh, next year? 100%. No, the challenge is really good. It's a great way to get you started. And just remember, you know, if you're thinking, oh, I don't need to believe in affirmations and things like that, what you say is what you become. So, you know, if you say, oh, I don't need to believe in affirmations because I'm already focused, I'm a winner. Well, that's an affirmation within itself. Affirmations, I think people get confused and they think affirmations are just writing them down. You can say affirmations. What, what you say, you're either affirming good things to yourself or you're affirming bad things to yourself. So realize that whether you believe in them or not, you're affirming things on a daily basis because you have thoughts, right? You're a human. So affirm things and start the challenge off and just build a little bit of momentum. You'll be surprised how focused you actually become. What about yourself, Neil? Yeah, so my final thing to say is really that you guys have now got, you've got all of the resources available to you. You've also got this fantastic community around you as well, full of people that are on the same mission with the same values as yourself. So really, really bring it upon yourself to make sure that you utilize it to the best you can. And, you know, if you've had a year in 2019, which you, you're not completely satisfied with, we use that as a catalyst and use that as the, the burning motivation to really make 2020 the best year that you've ever had. Love that. Love that. Really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for all the points that you mentioned. I think the community and, and traders listening as a whole will take a lot of value away from that. And it just goes to show how, how serious we take it and the things that we put in place to set ourselves up for success. I'm a big believer in that. And I'm very, very, very excited over the Christmas period. But again, getting started in 2020, January with clarity, knowing exactly what we're going to focus on. So again, guys and girls, remember to sum all of this up, reflect, prepare, accountability. If you can put these three things into your life, you're going to put yourself in the best possible position to actually succeed. Have an incredible week ahead. Have an incredible end to 2019. I wish you all a happy new year, of course. And let's get ready for 2020 and start it off with the best possible start. Take care. See you later, guys. Thanks a lot, guys.